adults as well, you, you don't have to stand up. Um, first of all, before we start, I think we should all, children especially, give a big clap to all the leaders and all the helpers, because this just doesn't happen. A lot of people give up a lot of time. There's a lot of planning that happens. We love doing it. But let's just give a big clap to all the leaders and helpers. So, this week there's been a theme. Has there been a theme to what we've been doing? The Olympics. The Olympics. So, what was the title of Holiday Special this year? Do you remember? Champion. champion. I'll put it in a video to kind of try and remind you. So we've been looking at champion. Who's that champion? Who's the champion we're talking about? Who have we been talking about all week? Jesus. Excellent. Ewan's going to give you sweets. He might have, I, think he's just hug, I think he's just hanging on to the sweets for his own sake there, but he's supposed to be giving you sweets. So we've been looking at Jesus the champion, and we've been looking at the theme of running and sports and winning sports, haven't we? So I've said running for the prize is the title for today. That's what we're going to look at. It's a bit distracting sweets, isn't it? So I'm going to stand by you and you might look at me then. Yeah, how about that? Hello. <laughs> so we've been looking at now. Who can remember? You've done this a bit in your quiz. There was... You might not have done the titles, not the full titles, but Monday, who can remember what you looked at for Monday? Anyone remember? What was it we looked at? Somebody said in the quiz earlier, we talked about it, that they were, how old Jesus was. Anyone remember what that was? Go on. He was 12 years old, and where did he go on, when he was 12 years old? Did he go to a temple? He went to like a church, didn't he? And what did his mum and dad do? His earthly mum and dad. Do you remember? They left him for three days. Now, I did tell in breakout that when Ewan, he's my son, I'm sorry, you know, I must apologise to everybody for his behaviour this week, but when, when he was young, we left him at the church. We only did do it once. We actually managed to do it twice. And uh, my wife and I, Michaela, we got home. Well, she went home first, and I came home. And we went, I went, uh, so where's Ewan? She went, I thought you had him. And I said, I thought you had him. And that was a little bit of a panic. So we ran up the road, and there was Davina Teutsch, the pastor's wife, walking with our son, bringing him back to us. So that was a bit embarrassing. So Jesus was left. But we learned how he was, and we'll have a look at what the titles were, Okay, At that age, he was in the temple teaching. He was teaching and talking to all the, the men in, in that temple who knew about God. And he knew as much, if not more, about them. Okay, So that's what we learned Monday. Tuesday, what did you learn Tuesday? Yeah, so we learned about... The devil trying to tempt Jesus. Now you can kind of, we've got the, the title distraction there. So if you're a runner, we first, first day is like you've got to focus on where you're going. 
what you're going to do. You've got to really have ambition to achieve what you're going to achieve. You've got to have direction. Second day, we learn about Jesus being tempted in, in the desert. For 40 days and 40 nights, the, des- the, the devil tried to tempt Jesus to do things which he knew were wrong. And he didn't give in. Okay? He wasn't distracted. You imagine a runner running down a marathon, yeah? He's running a marathon, and he goes, oh, look. Now, for me, oh, it's a Krusty Krem <laughs> shop. And they run off, and they go into the Krusty Krem shop. That, that, that wouldn't be a very good marathon runner, would it? Wouldn't be a very good marathon runner at all. They can't, you can't have distraction. And Jesus wasn't distracted. Day three. It's called Dedication was a title. You probably never knew the title. What did Jesus do on day three? If I said it in, involved a roof, go on. It was a paralyzed man, but yeah. So I've always, I've always felt sorry for the man with the roof. I've always felt sorry. You know, imagine sitting in your house, okay, and Jesus comes around and you think, this is pretty fantastic, and you're sitting there, and your house is packed, and it's, you're amazed at listening to Jesus, and someone big digs a big hole in your roof. Okay? Now, it's a bit like Luton Airport, if you saw that when it rained the other day. Okay? But I don't think that was done by anybody lowering a paralyzed man down to be healed by Jesus. So, that showed us, though, the dedication those friends had, didn't they? They had. They carried him. And you saw in the breakout video, Ed, Eddie demonstrating how the man was carried around and lowered down. We were quite worried how he was going to do the roof bit in that talk. Um, We thought we might lose a deposit on the scout hut, but we didn't. So, and Jesus was dedicated. He was dedicated, okay? He was dedicated to come to this earth to die on a cross to save us from our sins. All right, day four, getting harder now. Shouldn't get that harder. Closer. Called determination. What was that? What did we learn on day four, Thursday? Go on. Yeah, Jesus died on the cross. He did die on the cross. He went to the cross. Jesus was God's son. There's no doubt about that. He was God's son. He was sent to the earth, okay, to die on the cross. That's why he came. He was. Sent to die, to save us from our sins. And the only way we could be saved from our sins was a perfect, perfect Christ dying on that cross. Jesus never sinned, not once. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not too perfect. Okay? And even though I try to not do things wrong, I seem to manage to do something wrong pretty much every day. Okay? My wife tells me anyway. Okay? So... We're not great at doing things right, but Jesus never did anything wrong. So he was determined, wasn't he? He was determined. He was going to die on the cross. Day five? What do you reckon we learned on day five? Yeah. So although Jesus died on the cross, although he died on the cross, he didn't die, did he? He didn't. Because he rose again. He overcame death. And in doing so, he won the victory. He became the champion for us. 
Because by overcoming death, he went then to heaven and he sits at the right-hand side of God in heaven. And we use a big word in, 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 in church called interceding. But basically what it means is Jesus is sitting next to God. Okay? And he's saying, if you believe in me, I'll take your sin away and I'll tell God, I will cover your sin from God because God doesn't like sin. I will cover it. And he won't see it, and you'll be forgiven for that sin, and you can come into heaven. Now, I don't know about you, but that seems a pretty good deal. Okay? So, he got decoration. He was a champion. So we've been learning about this champion. Okay. So, I'm going to read you a verse. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Now, if you look around this room, we've got quite a big cloud crowd of witnesses we've got some paper ones and we've got some real ones I can't tell the difference some and some of their faces do look quite familiar okay um, especially that one behind the torch we did say that was Becca that one is Jane and the one with the tongue that's Ewan okay but just but since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And we're just going to look at these verses and learn a little bit about these. Okay? For every race, what's at the beginning of a race? A start line. What's at the end of the race? A finish line. What's in the middle? Well, yeah. I suppose there is. Somewhere, if you do a marathon, there's probably the marker saying, well done, you've reached halfway. Now, personally, you can see I'm built for marathon running. Um, so I've never done a marathon. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But there's not a halfway line as such. What there is, would you agree, there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of struggle. And there's a lot of difficulty. Okay? So, we're going to look at these three things today. I've called it the beginning of the race, running the race, and winning the prize. Because at the end, if you win the race, do you not win a prize? You get this wonderful trophy. Okay? This is Ewan's trophy. If you didn't think your coach was qualified. Okay? He is qualified. He won a prize. Admittedly, there were only two teams that entered. <laughs> okay? And uh, there was one team bigger than the other. But he was proud. He's so proud, he has his trophy at the back on the sound desk in the church. Okay? So, Ewan, keep the prize safe. I didn't win it. I wasn't even on the team. Oh, you weren't on the team. <laughs> all right. This just shattered all our illusions. Okay, so, let's have a look. Therefore, since we are surrounded by, by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. That's the verse we're going to look at. I said every race has a prize. Now, you can choose the spectator race. Would you agree? You can sit at the sides, and you can be this crowd, and you can watch, and you can cheer, you can mock, you can ridicule. You can even put a foot out and trip people up if you want. You can do all those things in a race, or you can run it. You can run the race. Now, some people call life a rat race. Have you ever heard that saying? 
I bet your parents will know what it means. It means basically life is just running around with no purpose whatsoever. I'm just running in circles. I'm just doing all this stuff every day. And what's the point? You know what? Jesus tells us there is a point to life. And that point to life is to worship and honor him. That's why we're here. Okay? That's why we're here. So, it says here, let us throw off everything that hinders. Now, I'd like to borrow Ewan, and I'm looking for Becca, but I think she's run away. So we might just have to use Ewan. Ewan, would you stand up, please? Caleb. Well, he's a very heavy individual, isn't he? Yes. Caleb, stand up. Okay, they're going to have a race, okay? And they're going to run to Judy at the back there. The winning line is the doors. Do not squash her, crush her, do anything that could cause her any injury, please. Okay. Um, I would like to get... Um, Toby? No, Toby's on the back, isn't he? That's, that's Reuben. You look very like Toby. Reuben, would you like to grab Caleb's leg, please? Okay. Daniel? Could you grab Ewan's leg, please? Okay. I feel, Isaac, could you just give us a hand and just add a bit of weight to Ewan's leg? Okay. Who else would like to grab Caleb's other leg? Go on then, grab his leg. I think it's a fair race, would you agree? It's a fair race. Okay. So... Hold on to it. You can, you can lie on the floor. You can wrap your arms around his legs so he can't run. Tie shoelaces together. Do whatever you need. Okay? He is not going to win, is he? He's not going to win. In fact, they're not, if, if you've got it really good, they're not going to move. Okay, on your march. Without injuring any of these children, please. <laughs> okay? Three, two, one, go. Oh, he's broke free. <laughs> Or yourself, Caleb. Thank you, thank you. Come back in, children. You know what? When we want, when we want to know Christ as our Saviour, when we want to know him, if we want to grow as a Christian, okay, which, whether you know him as a Saviour or whether you don't, don't know him, there are things in our lives that hinder us. There are things in our lives that we just don't want to let go of. It seemed like everybody wanted to get let go of Ewan. Okay? But there are things that we just don't want to let go of. Sometimes there are things which we go, well, if I believe in Jesus, then I'd have to go to church. Well, do you? It's good to go to church. but No, you don't have to. We recommend it because you get to meet with other Christians. If I become a Christian... People might take the mickey out of me. People make, might make fun of me, aren't they? They might do things, to, say horrible things about me. But you know what? Jesus, he was mocked, wasn't he? When he went to that cross, he was mocked. When he went there, people ridiculed him. They spat at him. They hurt him. And they killed him. All right, sit down a second. He's number one, he is. He died on the cross, okay? And Jesus said, it's worth it. It's worth it. It was worth dying so that you could be saved. 
He didn't let anything hinder him. Now we're going to have a look at a, little, a funny little video about a man who does a run. I don't know whether you've seen this. Okay, he thought it was a good idea to go dressed as Big Ben. Okay? Now, I'm not sure. I can't even run a marathon. Respect to a bloke who dresses himself as Big Ben. But he didn't work out how big the cross, the finish line was. You know what? He had to have some help to cross the finish line. He had to have some. I think he finally got there. You know what? He, um, when he got home... When he got home, he'd left Big Ben costume at a pub. Because, basically, well, it's too big. What would I do with it? It won't fit in my house. What would I do with that? He had to get rid of it. There are sometimes things in our lives that are not that important. His Big Ben costume wasn't really that important. And it was the one thing that stopped him finishing that race without help. And Jesus is our help. In our life, he will help us, but we have to get rid of some things. Right, we're going to have a look at another video now. You can tell that I quite like looking up funny things on YouTube. I do apologize. Oh, that was a bit too quick, wasn't it? Can you see? Now you have to watch a man that's running and what's going on on the track to one side. Okay, I don't think he was very happy. He's got that, he got that race in the bag, hasn't he? Okay, but it says here, and sin that so easily entangles. There are sin is everything that God says. I can't stand it. I can't. I can't bear to look at it. I can't allow that into my presence. Okay. We all do it. We all lie. We might not think we're lying. That's a lie in itself. <laughs> okay? We all have pride. Okay? We sometimes steal, although we might not think it is stealing. We all do it. We all sin. And it entangles us. Like that runner, it entangles us. It goes around our legs and it stops us from running. It stops us from entering the race. It stops us from getting to Jesus. It ties our legs. But Jesus said, I'll take that sin from you. I can't stand it. I can't bear to see that sin. But I'll take it from you. So we're going to run that race. And it says here, and, run the, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out before us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. Now, children, children, would you like to run that road? I'm not even sure where the end is. Now, there are some people. I know Eddie likes to go running. I know Jonathan at the back likes to go running. If I saw that, that as a race, I'd turn around and walk back home. Okay? That, to me, would be hard work. I used to go running. I used to. Some people saw me, had a good laugh. Okay, it was hard work. That requires perseverance. It goes on and on. It's up and downhill. Would you agree? It's difficult. Not impossible. It's difficult. Okay, so 
And it's a race that's marked out for us. And the end, it says, fix your eyes on Jesus. You know what? If you're going to do something difficult in life, you need to see what you're going to achieve. Would you agree? You need to see, what, what am I aiming for? Why am I going to do this? Why would I put myself through this? Why would I suffer? Why would I struggle? For what purpose? Now, people who want to enter races, would you agree when they enter races? They go, I'm going to train, and I'm going to diet, and I'm going to practice and practice and practice, and when I enter that race... I can see the goal and I'm going to keep pushing forward for it. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to keep going. Okay? Our finish line in life, there's something in between. There's something in between. We don't have to even get to the finish to achieve forgiveness in heaven. And that finish line is Jesus. Okay? He's there. He's winning. He's won, he's won that race already. Let's go to the next bit. And this is it. For the joy. This is the end. The winning of the prize. If you're going to win this trophy, which you and although he says it's not his, he's run off with, so it must be his. If you're going to win that prize, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. We've said Jesus endured the cross. He didn't do it for his own benefit. When people run marathons and they do sport, they do it for their own benefit. They don't do it for anybody else, do they? But when people go and enter as Great Britain into the Olympics, they go, well, I think um, Great Britain deserves this medal and therefore I'm going to suffer and put myself through this pain. No. They go, I want to be the champion. Jesus wanted to be the champion. He wanted to die on the cross. He wanted to be resurrected again. And go to heaven and sit at the side of God. But he did it for us. He didn't do it for him. He didn't want the glory from that. He wanted all glory to God. And he wanted to save us from our sins. Okay? The joy set before him. And as Christians, those of us that know Christ, we know that the life of a Christian is difficult. No one's sitting here. I'm not standing here and telling you life as a Christian suddenly gets easy. It doesn't. We suffer and struggle just like anybody else. But the one thing is, as a Christian, is you know, you know when you get to that finish line that Jesus is standing there with his arms wide open, waiting for you. And he's welcoming you into heaven. When you watch marathons, some people finish, there's no one there waiting for them. They run through the finish line, they collapse, and no one goes to them. But Jesus is there waiting for us. And he sat down at the side of God. Now, there's a little thing. uh, Sorry. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57, it says, But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus gives us the victory. We don't deserve it. We're not deserving of any prizes. We shouldn't fool ourselves. We're not deserving. But Jesus gives us the prize, the prize that he got, and says, here you go, come to heaven, welcome. And he calls us his children as well. Now, there's this thing called grace, and you might hear about it. Why does he give us a prize? Why would he give us? Okay, 
What is grace? Well, grace is gained. This is a bit for the adults, really. For the children, just listen in. But this is really for the adults because people always ask this question. Grace is gained righteousness. Righteousness. What's righteousness? What is righteousness? Well, righteousness is what are God's behaviors, his attributes, his attitude, his word. We can't achieve that. We cannot be godlike. We can't. There's no hope of us ever being godlike. And therefore, we can't get to heaven if we don't have grace. But through this, he he gives us gained righteousness at Christ's expense, at death on the cross. It's a grace received, and it can't be earned. There's nothing we can do. Okay, It doesn't matter how many times I do good things in this life. It doesn't matter if I go out and work for charities every day, and I look after my mum, and I do this, and I do that. It won't make me a Christian. The only way is through Christ. It can't be earned. And it's a gift when realised. A gift that is offered to you, offered to all of us, and it covers everything. It covers absolutely everything. It covers everything that matters. And what matters is your position with God. And why? Because God reigns and Christ is exalted. Christ is in heaven alongside God. And through grace... We can be forgiven for our sins. You children, you've heard about it all week. How Jesus came to the earth to die for us. We can be forgiven for our sins. It's a race. Life is a race. It's not a rat race. It's a race. It has struggles. We have to persevere. We have to keep on going. But the prize, the prize is knowing Christ. Are you running for the right prize in life? Are you running? Are you training? Are you getting ready? Are you persevering? Are you sticking at it when it gets difficult? If we do, we receive the prize. We have sound on. So, I really hope for children and adults, as, you've, as you've, um, the children have sat through this week, you'll understand 
what Jesus has done for us. What a wonderful saviour he is. And I hope that those of you who uh, maybe have never heard this properly will understand that Christ is our saviour. He's everyone's saviour. And all you have to do, he's done the work. He's inviting you this morning to accept him as your saviour. And all you have to do, all you have to do is enter that race. And that race is already won. Just step onto the starting line and say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I believe you are the true saviour. That's all he says we have to do. We don't have to do anything else. We don't have to do anything. We have to truly believe in him. And if we truly believe in him, he forgives us. And then you enter the race as a Christian. But you know what? I'll finish on this. He carries us. He carries us always. It's like a piggyback race. I think I'm running, but he's carrying me. He's carrying me all the way. And I, because of that, I can win that race. I can win the race. Okay, let's just uh, close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this week. We want to thank you for every one of these children that have come along this week. Lord, we thank you for what a precious gift they are to us. But Lord, as we stand here and we look at you, we realize what a precious gift you are to us. And the gift that you gave us so freely, suffered so miserably for. But you did this with joy so that we can be forgiven for our sins. So that we can be with you in heaven one day. And Lord, we just pray that each and every one of us will understand this. And Lord, we'll commit to you in our lives. We ask this in your name. Amen. We're going to close.